Far From Vesuvius podcast. That's Ralph Pizarro of Calcio Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. Let's just um, let's go for it. We're gonna rant. We're gonna match report. We're gonna talk about the games. We're gonna talk about topics. You leave comments, and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're gonna call the Beast of the Match. The who is beasting it for the Napoli team? Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo, Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at Rafa Napoli. Three, that's me. I'm um, CNC USA 26. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? Yeah. Left of this is just going to be a show for you guys too. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something. I promise you, we're not going to agree on everything all the time. We won't. We're we won't. Yell at each other every now and then. Come and rant. This is what it's for. We want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here. Well, that's going to do it, Ralph. You know, were we boring enough that's, for you? I don't know. I think we were great. Uh, let's get to it. Questo segna la prima volta che il Napoli è negli Stati Uniti dal 1982. Pensi che sia un viaggio importante per il club e pensi che Uh, i tifosi di Abbiano ha salutato bene Sì, per noi è stata un'esperienza bellissima è la prima volta che veniamo qua e ripeto è stato bellissimo, i tifosi ci hanno accolto benissimo e spero che nei prossimi anni ci saranno altre partite che ci possano avvicinare ai tifosi che da una volta non ci possono seguire Grazie The question was that this is the first time Napoli is in the United States since 1982. Um, how has this experience been? Have the fans uh, saluted you well? Lorenzo says that, uh, yes, this is, has been a great experience. The fans have done a great job, and he looks forward to maybe playing in the United States again in the future. And welcome, fellas and bellas all over the world, to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I'm Rafa Pizarro, joined by my co-host, Avika Ravis-Suvies, Rafa Rispo. What's up, Rafa Pizarro? What's going on? Good to see hey, you. Good man. to be back, you know? Yes, yes, it's good to have you back. I can't yeah, do this man. on my own every week, man. Come on. That's, that's no ridiculous. way. But you did great. Mm. You held down the fort. Super happy Thank about you, that. Uh, welcome Thank to everybody in the chat. Let's get this rant on the road, man. Thanks for stopping by. Big shout out to all our audio listeners. Um, and boy, it's good to be back, guys. Sorry, I missed you. Yeah. Um, lots of uh, crazy kind of emotional weekends for 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 most Napoli fans, especially uh, considering that uh, we we saw the last home game. Uh, possibly for Lorenzo Insigne happened. Uh, and it was a great send off. I was super happy about that. Pack Stadium. Um, great show. Great effort. Big trophy. Yes. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Stafanata <laughs> a little bit. We'll talk about, we'll touch about the game. Maybe it wasn't the most important game, but we did clinch third. We'll, we'll speak about that a little bit. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, let's uh, let, 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 let's let, let's get into it real quick, Rafa. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll go yeah, we'll yeah. about the game, the aftermath. Uh, we win three nothing. Um, goal by Lobotka. That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Lobotka's goal made it. Yep. Uh, Osimhen again with the head. You know, took took the mask off after to, right. to show that uh, 
you know, the mask doesn't affect them and actually might even help them a little bit. No. Do you think it's for the photos? No, you know, I, I mean, listen, it's it, it's maybe an intimidation factor. He's fine. He's doing good. All right. um, but yeah, man, more, more, more so many so many goals from him, uh, you know, from the head this year, which is great. Um, something that we need uh, him to be in the middle of crosses, you know, to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned Laborca's goal. That was cool. Uh, we might go a little deeper into the Insignia goal since this is the Insignia episode, you know? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, something that I, yes, thank you very much. Both both of us, we're, we're, we're dripped out today, aren't we? I got dripped the Insignias out. in the back here. I, I love it. Maradona, you got the last year's Maradona. I got the yes, Capitano. I the, the, got the, 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 the Capitano. Got the armband. Who has the armband? Nobody got drip all like that, man. Nobody got armbands, man. Only Rafa. Rico. I mean, and whoever you gave one to, like uh, that's <laughs> the drippiest, <laughs> the drippiest piece of like article of clothing or article of drip that you you own. I love it. I absolutely. Yeah. Love Dude, um, you know, Car- Carmelo said possibly he'll be back. You know, uh, you said because you said possibly the uh, last home game. It's definitely the last home game for the season, but but he might have something uh, something going there. Possibly, lol, he'll be back. Well, my cousin said the same thing. What if he spends two years there and they just uh, isn't working out or whatever? He's not happy and uh, he asks for a transfer back and. Unlike ADL, he'll uh, go ahead and spend some cash on Insignia. <laughs> mm, I right. doubt that's gonna happen. Man, I but, doubt but, it. But but, but yeah. you know, aren't, aren't we like somewhat optimists and try to at least keep all possibilities open here on the Napoli <laughs> Ran Rafa? I mean, like, like we are. We're, You're right. We are. You're right. We are. So I might as well. You never know. You just never know. I mean, he might. You know, it's cold in Canada, and us Southerners down over there, we may be like, yeah, I don't know. I want the beach, but. But the, the MLS season doesn't run in the winter, right? So I wonder. Uh, no, it, it ends. It ends uh, normally ends like like beginning is beginning to mid December. Um, uh, this year, I think it's ending in like November mm. because uh, because of the World Cup. I think it's be ending like late October, oh, early November gotcha. because of the World gotcha. Cup in, in in November. Yeah, but but yeah, uh, no, they usually take the winter off and. Uh, come back in the in march so right yeah there you go love you too peter Thanks hey for that. um i i, I did on. want to before we before we go on i wanted to i wanted to mention um the video at the beginning of yes. the show you yes, sure everybody that was on earlier um that was my interview um at the press conference against barcelona in 2019 uh it was before there's the day before the match right before practice um, and I, you know, you saw it, you heard it. Uh, I think something that was really, <laughs> really telling, um, was how Insigne at the end of, uh, the answer to my question was, uh, he looks forward to coming back to America to play again. And, uh, only three short years later, well, it's happened one way or another. <laughs> was that some kind of foreshadowing you think, Rafa? Do you could, think it could be foreshadowing. Maybe Canada I, I knocked on his door earlier, right? <laughs> they he, they caught wind of my of the answer to my question and was like, "Huh, maybe we got something here." 
Mm. I got to tell you, I didn't recognize that until um, <laughs> we played it just so now. So we played it just now? <laughs> that, that was something that I was like, wait a minute. I got to right. use that. <laughs> it's like when you go back to a movie, like, oh, I forgot about that part. Oh, that's yes, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Exactly. I, I love this one. But, that, color, but I'm. I'm sorry, Rafa. No, go ahead. Off this. no, 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 no. You go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll c- c- call her uh, and senior going to be a snowbird. The uh, plane is summer in Canada and spend the winters in Miami with Beckham. Ooh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, and, I, and, 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 uh, Miami with Beckham and soon to be messy. I don't know if you heard that, but the, the big, the big word right now is that after his, uh, PSG deal is done, he's going to Miami FC. Or uh, Inter Miami, or whatever, with uh, with uh, Beckham's team over there. So that's a big that's big news. I mean, the MLS is doing what they have to do to get these players, man. I mean, yeah. they, they are. I know. I know a lot of people consider it a retirement league, and it might be, it might be for some, but you know, there is money to be made there, man. Mm-hmm. That's uh, especially for these foreign players. I love this one. You've been dubbed Rafshadamis by Pasquale Napolitano. I love that. I'm telling you. Yeah. Rafshadamis. I was the first one saying, no way. He's not going to yeah. Toronto. I'll get my, yeah. I'll get seen get tattooed on my ass in a Toronto FC jersey if he goes, if he goes. And, and look what happened. I might have to make do on that bet that everybody is telling me. Messi to Miami. To yeah, it's fake like birds. Dan D's already start with the birds, the birds no, nonsense. He, but what if he just wants to chill? <laughs> what if he just wants to chill by the beach, South Beach, Messi? Maybe he'll be like 38 or 43 yeah. on Inter Miami, yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's be crazy. I mean, listen, uh, I'm, I expect fully expect Ronaldo to go there too. There's also talk of possibly Killini joining New York City FC, which would be really interesting. Kalini hey, comes to, yeah, dude. I'd be yeah, crazy. There's some some talk about that. He's he's why not? He's done. I think he's done in Europe. You know, they had yeah. Juve had their. You know, we all saw we all saw my Twitter video for yeah. celebrating the Juventus last minute draw against Lazio. Yeah. That was really nice. Congrats, um, congrats uh, to Kalini. Uh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> but go yeah. on. Yeah, hey, he comes to New York. I, I have to change my mind. Uh, I don't hate Kalini. I can't. Might have to I stop. Can never hate Kalini. I don't like. I, him. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't hate him. He's is it because of it, is because of Italy? Is it because of the Italian national? It's team? because of Italy. Yeah, it's because okay. of Italy. Also, it's because him and Cavani got into a lot of battles back in the day. You know, Cliff. <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. <laughs> Listen, him and Cavani got into epic battles back in the yeah. day. Yeah, but the, you always saw them after the match. You know, props each other, change. You know, give each other, give. Uh, you know exchange jerseys with each other so i think uh i think he's got uh you know i think he if for me he he gets a pass listen when you put the azuri on of italy for me you get a pass no matter where you play but once you oh, put yeah. those black and white stripes on you can go f-, f off you know what i'm saying mm. uh it, it just doesn't it doesn't um it doesn't I don't know. There's only like I got into it with a few Twitter people about Del Piero. Like they were trying to say Del Piero's final match was the Serie A game against I don't even remember who, and it wasn't. It was against Napoli in the Coppa Italia final in 2012, where we beat him. We sent him off his Juventus ways uh, with a uh, Coppa Italia L, you know. Yeah. And and uh, but but I I made sure everybody knew I love Del Piero. Del Piero is one of my favorite players growing up, and he's a Juventino. I I understand that, but 
when you put the Italy blue on, I don't care. And then I feel like everybody feels a way about Insignia too, you know. Um, may, may I, Cliff? Insign- just, sorry. Yes. Love the respect. For, listen, listen, Cliff. I'm not jealous of the statement because this man respects everybody. But when we were covering the Nazionale uh, during yes. the Euros, I gave Kalini beast of the match. All right. Like, I don't doubt oh, yeah. his talent. I just don't like Kalini the person. The player is fine. I mean, he did great for yeah. Juve, did great for Italy. But I did give him the we well, we gave him the beast of the match here on the show, and oh, we yeah. recognized we recognized his contribution to that Euro. And I think the defensive effort between him and Bonucci quite possibly won us that trophy. At least that was the for me the number one catalyst of 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 winning. Right, and I love absolutely, you too, and and I got <laughs> we all love Cliff. How can we you not? Love. But, but, you know, for me, Chiellini was the embodiment of the team. You know, he was, he was the guy with that. And listen, we can get into this too. Uh, You know, we can get into this um, maybe at another time, but I have a lot of words as to our next captain. And Mm -hmm. I can correlate that with Chiellini later on down okay. the road um, we will do definitely do a special episode yeah. yes yes well we, yeah. we have a lot to talk about in the off season yeah. you know what i mean but you know let's let's you know let's keep it about insignia you know yeah. he's he's he he but like killini for me you know um uh with with italy i would expect juventini to feel the same way about insignia on the italian national team you know or anyone else on the italian national team when they put the blue on you have to respect them no absolutely Um, absolutely i I mean you know i know they didn't make the world cup they didn't make the world cup last time out either but um they get my respect when they put the jersey on and i feel the same way about a lot of italian players so there you go all right, let, I'll read this off from Cliff just because. Uh, for me as a Juventino, most people don't know that Insignia is one of my favorite players. He's someone I can actually like myself too because he's not some physical specimen. He's 5'6 and a ball. I know. me, me He's 5'6 and, uh, and he's a baller. Exactly. exactly. Me and Cliff are like yeah, vertically yeah. challenged. I'm 5'6 too. So when I see that man, I, I can't give him hope. Cliff, we got to go check. Wait. I don't know. You're not from New York, right? Yeah. Cliff? We got to no. go. Yeah, he is from New York, but, but they don't play. They don't play again here, um, Toronto. I think I think they might play the Red Bull while he's on the team. I mean, he's not joining until I think like late June, early July. Um, I'm not a hundred percent that they're gonna play here, but at some point we gotta go. Maybe we take a trip up to Toronto. I did see Bertillo said um, we welcome the Rafs to Toronto for Insignia Day. Oh, you know, it's and, gotta happen. And, and oh, so Cliff says he's flying to Toronto. That's the plan. Well, listen, if Cliff's gonna fly to Toronto to go see Insignia, I don't see why we can't go to fly right. to Toronto to get Insignia right. or drive, take a ride up. You know, you and I can take a ride up. <laughs> Rafa, you know I, I always said I think the best way for like the different factions of Tifosi is to we all need to pick a neutral team outside of Italy and root for them. And I think that can, that can help with the public relations. The the thing, the thing is for me is I'm such a New York city fan, man. I love that team. I love it. And, and I, I don't want want to say that there were like crazy rivals, Toronto and New York. I, I do. I, I, here's another thing. I have had an affinity for this Toronto FC team. Uh, You know, when they had, um, uh, uh, Jovinko on the team, right? You know, they had Jovink, they had Jovinko on the team. Um, 
you know, I was, uh, you know, Marco Kubani also really kind of like helped me get into them because he worked with them. And, you know, he, uh, he, we were always like chatting back and forth about NYC in Toronto. You know what I mean? I'm always kind of like every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll message him and say, Hey, good win. You know what I mean? For Toronto. So I'm very happy that, you know, if it wasn't New York city, it was Toronto so that, you know, it's, it's sort right. of like a, you know, second favorite for me, you know, and, and I'm, I'm very happy that it, that it's there. And plus I've always wanted to go to Toronto, you know, right. um, I'm in there yet. Either, I, right. I was, I was planning a trip to Buffalo a couple of years ago. Didn't happen, but uh, I wanted to also try to cross the border into Toronto and, and check it out. So I'm really like, I'm really looking forward to, you know, it's gotta have some time up there with the guys too. You know what I mean? We get all together and, and get a nice, uh, you know, um, uh, thing going also for our new york city you know maybe our tri-state napoli club guys stay tuned for possibly uh a surprise with new york city fc next season uh when toronto comes to town because i might have an in on like getting a like a supporter section for insignia going i, I i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna reveal too too much mm, I'm not gonna you know what guy right I'm I'm not gonna reveal who my in might yeah, be, that. but yeah, uh, yeah, there there you go. So we'll we'll have to figure that out. A uh, quick plug here, uh, Rafa Midnight Sports. So the reason why I missed uh, last week's episode was because uh, I'm involved in a project, Midnight Sports, and uh, what we do is yep. we, we we're streaming. It's a project that we're working on, my brother and I, and things, and. Um, we we live stream uh for events games things like that and we actually had a game um it was a charity game with the hd so it's the Huntington's disease society of america as well as the Huntington society in canada had the first oh, wow. annual uh charity game to raise awareness for Huntington's disease so you know we've been working closely with them for a couple weeks and i had so much work so much preparation to do that I literally didn't have the time to come on the show. Uh, and then I had to step out, come back in. It was just too late. So uh, it was the reason why I was absent last week. But, um, you know, if, if if you, a loved one, a friend, or anybody you know suffer from this disease, definitely check it out, hdsa.org in America or hsc.ca in Canada. So let me plug that. And Rafa, cool, I think, man. The, yeah, man, it was lots of fun. Check it out. It's on the Midnight Sports uh, YouTube. If you want to see the game, it's there uh love thank you thank you sir it was yeah mateo i no i i don't know a guy that knows a guy i know the guy you know the guy i'm not gonna give it up I'm not gonna give up who it is but working on something special for our uh, napoli fans in the tri-state area for next season hopefully we can get it done um you know and i'll just leave it at that until we figure it out so Quick recap. I mean, I, I'm not. Even, I will maybe we'll spend like one minute here. It, it was somewhat. It wasn't the most exciting game, obviously. Uh, um, but we did clinch third with it, so we won. The... We clinched third. I think that's the most important part of this game, man. Yeah. Uh, for, sorry, Cliff. for me especially. For yeah, yeah. Sorry, Cliff. Not sorry. Um, but. Honestly, uh, you know, a lot of Juventini make fun of this and, you know, maybe they have somewhat of a right, but um, finishing ahead of Juventus, especially after all of that, you know, the nine years that we spent trying to catch him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was, was very important to me, you know, and it was f important to a lot of, a lot of, 
you know, fans, I think. And just the fact that we, you know, will, you know, we're, we're going to finish higher than that. We've podium on Serie A, you know, we finish third, you know, in Serie A. And uh, um, that was kind of it. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it just, for me, it didn't matter too much. Um, um, how we won, how we looked the game. I thought we looked pretty good, to be honest with you. I, you know, we relegated Genoa. That's really nice. You know what I mean? Um, and um, uh, Insignia played pretty re- – I honestly, Insignia had a great first half, yeah. uh, had a really good, you know, good show. We ended up with the goal. You know what I mean? It was. Uh, it wouldn't be an Insignia match if he didn't miss a penalty, but this You're right. time he got lucky <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Dude, this time he got lucky enough to have it retaken. So for those who aren't living under a rock, you know, or might be living under a rock, uh, Insigne slammed the his penalty uh, on the post. Di Lorenzo gets the rebound and puts it in. So it was 2-0 for a moment. And then the referee stops the, you know, celebrations and calls encroachment, the offensive encroachment on Di Lorenzo's part. So Lorenzo. orders the kick to be taken over again. <laughs> Um, and you for think some Di Lorenzo reason, did it on purpose, Rafa? <laughs> I, I no, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, he maybe did. he was looking like, over at Lorenzo. Was like, yo, he's looking nervous. I think he's gonna miss it. I think they're gonna know where he's gonna go. Let me encroach a I little think, bit just in case, dude. It's funny because I think the fact that he did miss it and Di Lorenzo encroached gave Insigne when, when you know when the referee decided the penalty is getting taken over again. Insigne was like, all right, I got this. I get that. I'm not missing again. That's crazy. No, if he had missed it again. That was <laughs> sub him right then and there. You know, I do want to say one thing. I do want to say one thing, though. For all of the Insigne penalty misses this year, I think it was like five or five. might have been five. Um, and, and I think it's only like ten for his career, honestly. He hasn't missed a lot of penalties. But for all of the Insigne penalty misses, um, none of them resulted in a loss this year. So... I don't really care about the pe- the penalties that he missed. I don't care about that. You know what I mean? People miss penalties. <laughs> I also don't. Go on. Sure. No. <laughs> 2022. What do you mean? 94. <laughs> yeah, but come on. That profile by the like that. I mean, yeah, you're talking about that, between no. That was the ultimate. That was but... the ultimate. That was the ultimate miss. That was the ultimate miss. You know, but here's the thing, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of fans outside of the Italian soccer community, they, they remember Baggio for the penalty miss, but most fans and most Italian fans remember him for everything else. Oh, right. No, I get it. I get it. Why, why should Insigne be labeled Pensigne? This he especially okay. So he scored what, what was he on 12 goals this year or 11? And maybe 10 of them were, were, were penalties. But that's this season. That's not his whole career. Like they call there's a reason they called him Penaldo, you know, because Ronaldo scored a whole shitload of penalties. There's a reason why Immobile gets like the 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 you know the uh stigma as a penalty merchant. You know what I mean? Because in his right. career, he's taken penalty after penalty after penalty. Right. Insignia Insignia has only been, you know, this this is his worst season uh from open play as far as goals go. But I mean, you know, there's no reason to call him Pensinia. It's only been this season. He's, he, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm so, I'm over that. You know what I mean? I, I'm over. I'm over all the negative slander on Insignia. I think it's done. He's gone. He's leaving. He. Let's just enjoy 
you know, let's enjoy celebrating him. Let's enjoy, you know, remembering him on this team. And uh, then we have to move forward. So there you go. Speaking of moving forward, let's do a beast of the match, Rafa, real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, who do you think your beast of the match was? Well, there's no secret here, but let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, well, what? Well, what do you know? <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Listen, I, listen. He on. was he was always gonna he was always gonna get the beast of the match today. But I firmly believe that he probably would have won beast of the match anyway. His first half was pretty amazing. Right. He had a pretty decent first half, man. Right, he really did. Agreed. He did. Agreed. I think he did well. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was under the circumstances or what, but I saw him running a lot harder. I saw him, you know, pulling off some moves. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was that first half little like, 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 uh, what was it like the play over the defender and then the, the, like the juke uh, on the, on the other defender. And then he took a shot and, and City actually saved it and it went out for a penalty and then he, or a corner. And then he went like this to amp up the curva. And mm-hmm. I think he did, he, 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 you know, he put crosses in well, he got to the, to the ball well i think he just hit the adrenaline of the moment i think he was like you know what i have to perform here and sometimes i'm looking at it wishing this season like where was this all season but at the same time you know uh he he i feel like he just he was playing for a little bit more this game so you know uh, I absolutely yeah I'm, ralph i mean you, you you said it best uh he he, I, he he did earn a beast i mean again it was a game for me that was somewhat underwhelming nobody really stuck out to me that much except mm-hmm. for lorenzo uh and possibly because of that reason um and but either way it's like now that i think now that i did this now that we're here right now live and doing this like i think back when we started the show and 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 when we spoke about Insigne, good or bad and to see him leave i know he had a rough season fair enough and um you know the past three years maybe three seasons monopoly alone has been somewhat turbulent so it kind of sucks to see him going out kind of like under some of those conditions but this was a kid you know who spent 10 years of his career and to see him fall on the floor and just just ball i mean mm-hmm. for me the the type of emotion aside from his play the emotion that he must have been feeling leading up to that very game to and then going onto the field and playing i i mean to me that's beastly you know what i mean like that that's that that's one of the definition of 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 a beast um and and i can't imagine what was going through his mind what was going you know or what he was feeling the nerves to this and and i think he let it all out and and it was pretty obvious but yeah for that alone yeah. for that alone saluting his home i mean that's a very that could be a very special moment for anybody any player any job a- anything if you retire or this or, i mean it's a big deal so for that alone insignia is the beast of the match for me yeah i agree and 
you know, it's special. It's special when you get to do what you love to do for your home crowd. You know, it's special when you get to do what you love to do for the team that you grew up supporting. You know, kid from Frata Maggiore was a Napoli fan. You know, and 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 uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, a lot of those people out there will will, um, you know, sort of hit back at me. I think um, um, you have to understand that the pressure was too big for him. Yeah. You know, um, throughout his career, uh, to so, to perform as a Napolitan uh, on Napoli is very difficult, and um, especially these days where like social media, you know, they see your every move, they hear your every breath. You know, they they it's not like it was before in the days that Chido Ferrara played, or like at the days in the days that uh, you know um, um, Bruce Colotti played, or. Or you know, it, it's it's very, it's 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 a it's a difficult thing, and 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 I don't understand it because I've never had to do that, you know. So imagine, I'm saying I I understand it is what I'm trying to say, and I've never had to do that. So imagine, imagine someone like Insigne who actually had to do that, you know. It's and and he admitted it himself he's not the most, uh, you know. Um, I don't want to say mentally stable, but he's not the most. Uh, he's a very emotional character. Emotional guy, right. right? Right, right. As is all Napoli time. Um, he knows that he lacked a few of the qualities that you need to be a, a captain, and I think when he got the armband, it, the pressure went on him a little more to to perform. And um, some points he handled it well, and some points he didn't. Um, but his legacy for me is going to be, you know, he created some memorable moments. He did the best he could with the armband and he represented Neapolitans the Neapolitan way. And, um, he, he had a love hate relationship with the crowd, but look at the crowd on this day. I mean, Uh what a, what a, like I was, I mean, even especially after listening to, you know, the latest, um, in, in the shadow last week yeah. before the game where Michele yeah. was like, you know, yeah, most everybody's going to go to the game because it's the last game of the season. It's nice weather. It's, it's, you know, may there's not much to do. Yeah. So they're going to go to yeah, the I, game. And, and that's a thing to go to the last game of the season. And, and in senior leaving is sort of secondary, but not as far as I've saw in the crowd, you know, you had, Everybody on their feet for him, showing him the respect he deserved, and I don't think it could have gone any better. You know, the, he he deserves beast of the match, and he deserved everything he got on Sunday, even that big trophy, that mm. trophy that no one knows what what that is. So you know, look like a Rafi boy, duplex apartment. I, mean, I yeah, well, it was, it was, it was it looked like a looked like a trophy of himself. They should have the the Laurent, they should have just made a trophy. Of Insignia, like in a trophy form, because it was life size, basically. Right, right. I mean, right. <laughs> it's like it, it was funny, like because when I was on Twitter looking at it, I was, I was, uh, I was reading people's comments, and it's just like nada cafonata de De Laurentiis, and I was like, yeah. I kind of agree with that, man. De Laurentiis is just is he, is he, is he, you know, is he? I, I, I he's just making a lot of stupid. Mental mistakes ADL this season, and and I don't know. Sean Sullivan said ADL pooped it out. It really felt that way, man. Like, what were you thinking? Like a small handheld 
trophy or a freaking or a plaque. I mean, I know he got plaque, the jersey a, in, a, in a, frame. a dish, he you got, know. Yeah, right? he got the jersey in a frame. That would have been enough for me. I don't know what the trophy was about. Also, what was the deal with his jacket? It was hot in Naples. Bubble man. jacket. He had the he had that bubble on like it was snowing, and then he do he do. Edu with his freaking, with his like like Fabian bun. He's trying to be like Fabian now, and it's funny. Someone in here wrote it, and and I don't remember who it was. I think it was Pasquale said, uh, "Joe Fischetti had the comment of the of the season on Twitter, which oh, was I'll find it for um, what what yeah um something about ADL and Edo like carry all the players got to carry their kids out, hold their kids' hands out under the pitch, which is customary for the last game of the season. They do mm-hmm. that normally. And <laughs> Pasquale was said something about, well, uh, Joe, Joe had tweeted out. Um, uh, we were expecting ADL to carry Eduardo de Laurentiis out onto the pitch, which would have been. Hilarious. That's hilarious. Imagine yeah, them holding hands. At the- <laughs> uh, funny. There we go. Let's give it some yeah. credit. Joe Fischetti, Pasquale said one Twitter with his comments saying that ADL should have carried it off before the match. I agree, man. I do not. I know some people don't like ADL, but I do not like Edo, man. That guy's trouble. Oh, yeah, and this too. <laughs> what was uh, Vincenzo Bertillo asked? What was the weirder sight? ADL and Insignia holding hands, Edo's hamsick hair, or Spalletti's ball crushing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You see the way Spalletti picked up Insignia when he got subbed out. He like <laughs> hugged him and lifted him up like he was a kid, man. That was I love you. That was kind of cool. That, yeah, that, that was, was kind of cool. cool. As if uh, they spent all these years together, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, those green shoes today too. Yeah, saw that. The tight jeans, the green shoes. But I mean, here, I I had I had a little gripe with you know I I've been in, by the way I've been enjoying Shadows of the Vesuvius a lot with with Henry and and Michele, but he he's and I I believe Michele. He goes to all the games, you know. And I mean, oh, he's he far more credibility. He, he's yeah, yeah, he's the guy. You know, he has far more credibility than I do regarding the atmosphere and quite possibly even why people show up to games. And I get it. We had a lot of friends. Uh, 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 Son went, Salah went, uh, oh, Serena so went, people. Daniel Bone met up there. Henry Bell went. I mean, it, it, a lot of got people went to those basically see this last game, but one can't deny that. And, and solid had, had tweeted about the emotions that he saw amongst all the fans at the stadium and even go ahead and said that like what we see on Twitter, which I agree with what, what we see on Twitter, sometimes the hate, the, 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 just the impulsive emotional speech that we see sometimes really doesn't reflect the true uh, opinions or the true feelings about Lorenzo and senior man, because yeah. sometimes he, yeah. we just uh, social media, we, we tend to, it, we just, we display the worst of us sometimes, you know, because it's, it's, you're behind the screen. There's no, not much accountability. There's not much context but, either to texting, you know, like but, when you, it's like, right. it's like sending a text and you're like, how do I take this text? You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the way I look at it. Right. And, and, and Rafa, we're, we're from the old school. So, so w- before social media, if you wanted to talk shit, you had to say it in somebody's face. And if you mm-hmm. didn't, and somebody got caught wind of it, you know, you might have been approached. And I don't condone violence, but I do condone, but I, but I do uh, approve of accountability. I just, if you 
have a problem with Insigne, and you have the courage to say it in his face, then I accept the criticism. But until that point, you know, to me, it's all just shit talk, you know, and, and it's emotional garbage that, that we're, 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 we're spewing. But I respect Lorenzo Insigne, and, and I know he's not the flashiest player. We're so, you know, I know we, we, we sit on our FIFAs and our football manager, and we think we, you know, that, 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 oh, forget this guy, I can get this guy. But listen, man, the, the, the dude put 10 years of his life. Like, how many, how many of us can say we put 10 years of solid effort, you know, doing this job? And it wasn't easy. Napoli is not an easy place. Clearly, you can see. I mean, even when we're supposed to win, we didn't win, and this and that. And and even with some of those, even with some of those, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, criticisms that he received, he actually hung out with the ultras, like at their social club. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 you know, Giuseppe actually brought this to my attention. You know, he spoke with them. He hung out with them. So no matter, it's like if you love somebody, you. You, you you give them sometimes truths that are hard to handle, you know? So if the Ultras or whoever gave Insignia some criticism, I understand it. Because if you just let anybody do whatever and you don't hold them accountable, I don't know, man. It, it, it's like they'll start taking advantage maybe. I'm not saying Insignia. I'm just saying in general. So I yeah. like when the, when 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 the ultras get involved, at least in that way. I, I know there was the whole thing with the bus in front of the hotel, you know, the game before Sassuolo, and some people agreed with it, some people didn't. But we scored six goals after it, didn't we? And it's happened mm -hmm. before where the, the 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 ultras addressed the the team in the bus or in the stadium, and then like things got things happened because they're the ones watching, right? It's our hearts that are being broken constantly. I mean, they're getting paid to be there. We pay to right. be there. so right. We, right. we expect a right. certain effort, and that doesn't mean win. That doesn't even mean win or trophies. Because I, I got into a YouTube poll of Napoli documentaries like a week or two ago, and maybe I mentioned this. I don't know, but if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. But the one thing that uh, that I saw that was repeated through some of these documentaries was that Napoli dons understand that you're not going to win every game. They understand that you're not going to just win the Scudetto easy. They understand that. But what they do ask for is for you to put in an effort, for give you all, to yeah. give your all, like sweat in the shirt, give your most, you know? Yeah. Right. Even with Mario Rui, like every, any Napoli down will, will say Mario Rui had his defects, but the guy the guy hustles. He, he puts in whatever he can. And sometimes for Napoli Dani, that's that's good enough, you know? And that's where the grinta is born from, is effort. You know, it's it's that energy. It's that attitude. It's the fire. That's what Napoli, as hospital as we are, we're also very intense people sometimes. And I think Napoli want to see that, or Napoli Dani rather, want to see that reflected in their players and in the game of the team. So, you know, I'm all for it, as long as it's within reason. The whole car with Spalletti, I don't like shit like that, but... You know, um, you know, you you got you gotta you, you gotta hold that guy. But even he, even he, like Spalletti, even came out and joked about it. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you know, there's it's a serious situation that he took lightly. You know, you, you that's what we need more of: more people making light of situations in in Naples right now. You know what I mean? And I feel like Insignia was able to do that 
well with the ultras, you know, and, and he, uh, somebody in here said, uh, you know, he, he went out to talk to the ultras when things were not working out him and Koulibaly and Gattuso at times. And, you know, um, um, they were not afraid to go out Mertens. They were not afraid to go out to like chat with these people because they were their people, you know, these right. are their people. And, you know, we, again, question how he captained the team or not, but he gave his all, he gave his heart, right. you know, and maybe it wasn't good right. enough. Maybe it wasn't enough for us to get over that hump, but honestly, uh, I couldn't have asked for anything better, you know, from seeing anything more, uh, moving forward. I think the captaincy of this club is changing hands is essentially something that we really need. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, something needed to change, and unfortunately, it's Insigne yet to do it. But that doesn't mean we can't celebrate him. You know, we can celebrate him very well. Peter, I look, I see your comment, and I did see that. Um, that might be for like another show. Um, but but I'd like to give big ups to the New York Rangers who beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, that's right. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Pizarro and mine's New York Rangers took out the dirty, dirty penguins of Carm. Yeah. Carm is a Penguins fan, by the way, which is crazy to me. I didn't even know. I didn't even see that coming. He might have mentioned that once. But, um, but yeah, uh, rain, congrats to the Rangers. They start their playoff season against Carolina tomorrow. And I guess while I mentioned it, um, uh, Peter does say, did you guys hear that the Hurricanes are banning fans outside of the Carolinas from buying tickets? Very European of them. Yes, I did see that. I thought that was really interesting. It's, you know, when Juventini, when Juve were selling to only residents of Turin and not allowing Campania residents in, that's very, very European of them. And, and um, I'm surprised it didn't take more of an uproar here in New York. No. But you know what? Whatever. That's uh, just wanted to mention that because Ralph and I we were going to go on yesterday. We're going to shout the Rangers out anyway. So, so you know, there we yeah. are. We, we were going to put on Ranger drips, but I think we'll save it. We for were. Episode. We'll save it. They, they're still in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, they're still in the yeah. playoffs. Ex but expect yeah, some anyway. hockey jerseys next week. Ralph, I oh, want to yeah. address this one comment because I think it's important. And then I want to move on because we did. Uh, we we sent out a, a tweet yesterday, I believe, and and we asked. Uh, our viewers to tell us an insignia moment that they really enjoyed uh and we had a great response um i picked about 10 or 15 of them to put up here so we can just kind of show it and and maybe discuss it real quick uh we're also going to discuss a little bit you know we're, we'll end the show we'll cap the show with what's going on in city regarding the relegation battle as well as lot. the promotion <laughs> battle in city b and their relegation battle with some fun facts how it all ties into Napoli. It's Me crazy, and Rob right? were on the it's phone like, the other day, right? And it dude, was like, holy we shit, the phone, we like, going on, right? <laughs> I got to tell you, because we, uh, you know, uh, obviously yesterday was a, was a mess, you know, and, and it just wouldn't have come off the way we wanted to. So we decided to change it to today. Yeah. Um, but in that time that I got to like work a little more on the show, doing the studies that I did for these, uh, for these scenarios and these situations, I couldn't believe the correlation to most of it with Napoli. It was amazing. I could, yeah. we'll get into it, but it was amazing yeah. and I can't wait to reveal it. So let me just read this real quick. Carmelo Frazetto uh, says, I love Insignia, but the guy who was a little forgotten this week was Gulam. Absolute brilliant human being and been with us for eight years. Big so year. I got to tell I you about Gulam. 
Gulam Gulam was the best left back in the world for about six months, and he got really badly injured. And him, Insigne Hamsik on that left side, man. Uh, you know, and I know Mario Rui came in and did a really good job that season to take over for Gulam in 2018. Um, and he did a very fantastic job. It, it earned him the starting spot. You know what I mean? Gulam was never the same after that. But I feel like had Gulam not been injured, had Milik maybe been available a little bit more to, to come in after his big injury from the season before, and then he got injured again in that, in that season, uh, we might have won that Scudetto against Juventus. But Gulam, for me, I mean, listen, I'll only name one of many. He stayed in Naples instead of going to the African Cup of Nations in 2019 when the tournament was in the summer, when we were missing Koulibaly, and then he came back, you know, with, with you know, without enough training. You know, he came back from the final. They lost that final, and that was the, you know, that was when he came back and had the the the, the own goal against Juventus to lose four three in Turin. Remember when we came back? Mm. Um, that summer, he chose not to go with Algeria, and Algeria ended up winning the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I got to I got to interview him after that Barcelona match that I interviewed in senior the day before. I got to hinder, interview him after, and um, it was funny because I did the interview in English on the mix zone. He was coming out, so he stopped. I said Fauzi. And basically, I told him, thank you for staying with Napoli in the summer instead of going to, you know, Algeria um, for the for the African Cup of Nations. And I said, do you think that that might have helped you prepare better for the season? So when the <laughs> when the translator went to go translate it, he said, no, 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 because he thought he knew what I was saying. But he answered with how he answered the question thinking I asked how did the game prepare them for the season and he oh. totally disregarded my, he totally botched the answer to my question That's but I was like you know what he's still mad chill you know what I mean like right. the guy has done so much for the communities and he did get to come on and the crowd did applaud him so yeah it went a little under the radar but ch- but take a look at Kilini and Dybala both left at the same time Right, their their last game was together, and it was at the at the Allianz yesterday, and it was a whole big party for Chiellini, and Dybala was almost an afterthought. Not necessarily, he got his due, but the party was there for Chiellini. There was a badge saying, you know, uh, Grande Chiellini, Il Grande Chiello with the three in the middle. Uh, mm. There was no patch for for Dybala. The big, big, the flowers, the whole pomp and circumstance was for Kellini, and Dybala was like just a little, little like slid in there, like oh yeah, and Dybala's leaving too. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. That's your captain. That's your longtime guy. You know, that's the guy who bled for the team. It's just the way it is, man. You know, I I, I'm happy Spalletti at least put Gulam on the pitch instead of how Sadi treated Maggio, and um, that was that was disgraceful. Moving on, guys. Uh, like I said, we we had asked earlier. Uh, I mean, yesterday about and um, some some of your favorite senior moments. So, without further ado, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put them up here. Little little graphic for everybody to enjoy. In senior moments, In your senior moments, guys. Well. Again, big thank you again to everybody who who uh, who contributed this. Uh, we're gonna start with. Uh, 
we had a few people from Twitter, uh, and then the rest of, there was a handful from the Catronopoli Club USA chat in in Facebook um, and and the Discord as well. So try to pick out a few. There was a few repeats. So, but uh, we we picked out our favorite. And here we go, uh, Danny. 1007 2014 Coppa Italia versus Fiorentina. Rafa, you want to touch on I this real tell quick? You, yes, I do. Um, because before I came up with my favorite all time moment, uh, this was my favorite match moment. Um, uh, this was the first thing that popped into my head when you asked, What's your favorite insignia moment? It was the mm-hmm. Coppa Italia versus Fiorentina. Uh, picture the scene where the match starts about 45 minutes to an hour late because of the Cheeto Esposito mess outside of the Olimpico yep. where he was slain, right? Um, picture Hamsik Insigne out there talking to the um, ultras, out there talking to, you know, the officials. Picture all that going on, right? And then finally the game gets started and Insigne just goes nuts and scores two goals in the first half in the first 25 minutes. The second goal being an amazing goal, a uh, ball that was left. I think it was passed in by Hamsik or left by Higuain and Insigne just blasted into the, I think it hit the post and, and went in, but it was his second goal. And he did that little flip like the, like the, like the, like the f- front, front, First right. somersault landed right, on his right. feet, did the thing. They wore the, the sweetest Napoli kits I've ever seen in my life, the Coppa Italia special kits, mm-hmm. where they had the Italian flag on the collar. That was mm-hmm. so sick. I need yep. that kit. I don't know where it is. I gotta find it eBay. at some point. I have Maybe. that. I tried, but 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 you know, him being a protagonist in the Coppa Italia final was a big moment for me, too. So, yes, Danny, I, I'm re- right there with you for that. Thank you, Danny. East Bay Napoli at East Bay Napoli. The chip against PSG for his. You know he scored. Moment. He scored two goals against PSG in the Champions League too. He was. It was in both legs. I think the first was in Mer- No, I'm pretty sure it was Insigne where he scored a goal in uh, in Naples on a penalty, and then the goal against PSG in Paris. The chip. Oh, what a what a goal! I think it was to put us up two one. Um, uh, we ended up drawing 2-2 on a last-minute Di Maria goal, but we had PSG rattled. That was another letdown um, in that Champions League. We lost out by one goal to Liverpool, which sucked, but uh, w- we thought we were going to get railed against PSG in that in that uh, that season, and we ended up beating Liverpool at home and then drawing two games against PSG, so... I mean, hats off to the team, but hats off to Insignia, too. That chip was beautiful against them. Beautiful, beautiful. Guys, if you like it, please give us a like here on uh, on YouTube. It'll certainly help us out. Uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Or if you have some other moments that uh, you recall and you want to put it in the comments, whether it be on Twitter or on yes. YouTube, feel free to do that. But, yeah, hit that like yes. button, guys. It really gives us a big boost. We uh, read the comments afterwards. Yeah, we comment do. on the comment on the posts and Twitter and stuff like that. Right. Vin Bertillo, thank you, Vin, for your contribution here. Had the cops called him his house for the celebrations as he scored in the 90th versus Liverpool. I believe you touched oh, on dude. it real quick. Uh, yes. Unforgettable moment, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I believe. I believe I was live 
Twitter living that moment um, as it was happening. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the, the camera to the screen. I had it to me. And um, I, I definitely cried when that happened because that was a big, big moment for me. Big moment. When, when he scored that goal, I just, I don't know, something came over me and I bawled my eyes out for that. It was just a, a, amazing. I mean, I think also that might have been right after they won the, the, the uh, Champions League. I believe they were either runners-up or champions of, of Europe. Maybe they might have been champions of Europe that year, but they may, be, may have been runners-up too. I don't know, but, but, but what a goal. What, a, what an amazing moment that was. Amazing. Joe Fischetti adds, thank you again, Joe, for the contribution here. Joe Fischetti says, game-tying goal against Benevento last season with a left-footed Tita Gito and then telling his brother Roberto that he has a better left foot. Oh, man, I remember this one, too. This is a fun game. Yes. Yes. I believe we were uh, down that game, right? I think we, we had to were come down 1-0. We were down 1-0. We, we came back. We ended up winning 2-1 on a Petania game winner. Uh, but not not before Insignia blasted it with his left foot at Tita Giro. Yeah, um, unbelievable, unbelievable. It wasn't that even was uh, you know, yeah, it, it, with his right with his left foot. I mean, impressive, very impressive. I think it hit the top of the bottom of the bar too when mm -hmm. it was such a great goal. Yeah, you know, funny enough, as, as I was going through a lot of these moments when I was, you know, I I kind of tracked back to like some old videos to 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 kind of refresh my memory for it and i came on to a video about uh insignia's goals and he had a lot of left foot goals man the left foot wasn't terrible wasn't terrible yeah you know yeah oh that's right uh, you know and 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 um carl points out that it was it was roberto that scored against scored us. against us right no it was yeah. big. that was big yeah yeah all right, moving up, moving forward. Jacob Moore from uh, Kachinopoli Club USA. Not a play, actually, but I was there. It was January 13th, 2013 versus Palermo. Speaking of Roberto, the first time Roberto and Lorenzo were on the field together at the same time on the same team. Right. Boy, this, Roberto is, a great, came this in, is a great one. I appreciate this one. Yeah, this was a really interesting one. Roberto came in uh, for six minutes at the end of the game. Uh -huh. uh, that was, I believe, that was his debut um, performance uh, or appearance with Napoli. Um, sort of the same way Insigne made his debut. A couple mm -hmm. minutes left in the in the match uh, back right. in 2011 where Mazzotti let him come in. And um, or was it 2010? I think it was 2010 where Mazzotti let him come in. Um, you know, he wore like number 37. His jersey was way too big for him. But uh, this was really cool because they got to play for a couple minutes together. I think that's something that every brother duo right. wants to experience in their life, you know. Well, speaking of that moment, Carmine Tidatifoso says to us, his first goal versus Parma in 2012. Again, this also was a special also one, range, right? Yeah. yeah, this was a special one because because it was his first goal. Uh, I think he came in for Cavani. Um, Pandev was on the pitch. This was your like, this was your quintessential Napoli team from the early 2010s. You know the 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 team that everybody fell in love with. You know with Walter Marzotti at the helm. Um, it was just magic. It was magical and. Um, uh, you know, 
it was it was it was off to the races from there for him mm-hmm. because uh, you know it was just a it was just a fantastic moment. I believe in that season too, he scored a match winner against Genoa where it was a crazy one. Uh, I think like like Cavani had scored, Pondev had scored, Mesto has scored, and like Genoa just kept coming back and coming back, and it was in Genoa, and he got the winner. Um, was it the winner or was Hamsik the winner? I don't remember, but it was it was pretty nuts. It was pretty nuts. He, he, that was a memorable time. Very memorable. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. And he looked like such a little boy on the field, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man, with a with a bad haircut. <laughs> Still right, right. <laughs> his haircuts got his haircuts got a lot more crisp Better. as time went on. That's, for that's sure. good. That's good. He probably find a new uh, barber, like. ADL oh, needs yeah. to find a new uh, physician. Hey, relax. But, but um, <laughs> so this next one, um, uh, a few people submitted this one. It was the Mr. Strap uh, on Twitter said the goal from half oh. in Madrid Champions League 2017. Oh. It, at the same time, the Strat IFTV actually responded as well like literally back to back and also wrote the goal versus madrid in ucl we thank both of y'all uh for the contribution here but well so iftv iftv came in with hard eyes emoji and i don't know if i can explain it any better i mean yeah the the and 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 if you guys go back to listen to shadow um episode 10 Mm-hmm. Um, this this last one, um, Michele talks about that where he was there at Madrid mm-hmm. for the game, and right. and I think you should go listen to that. But I I remember the pressure of that game. That was the biggest moment, you know what I mean? In in Napoli at that point in time since Maradona, playing against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu in a knockout round in the champions league and taking the lead one nil on the road, like, and in the, the fashion that he did it and the fact that it was him, you know, and in the way he did it and in the anticipation of the game, that's something that, you know, really made me tear up when I watched it. It was also beautiful. beautiful goal. It was also only like a month or two after I started doing this, this, this whole thing. Like, 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 uh, like I had been invited on Sempre and, and invited in a, in a permanent role. And that was the start of my Napoli, like content creation, you know, here we are five years, five years later, you know what I mean? And, um, I gotta tell you, that was just, just a special, special moment in, in Napoli history. Never mind, And the kits that they wore that day. Uh, one of my favorite those are the black and gold, right? The black and gold, man. Um, that was just freaking so beautiful, so beautiful. Probably top five favorite Napoli kit. Got to be, got to be unbelievable, gorgeous. But it's got to be the Champions League one. It's got to be the Champions League one, old one, right? There's only one. There's only one. Only one there's only one sponsor here with the Champions League patch in between the gold Kappa symbols. The gold kappa here, the blue N on the all black. Oh my gosh. So great. Fire. Gold. Yes. Fire. Fire. All right, guys. Um, uh, moving on um to Partonopeche. His match at home versus Juve 
under Gattuso when he assisted Calione towards the end to make it 2 nothing. So I'm wondering if this was, was this the match that he was... I don't know if this was the match he was talking about. I, I Was this the one when... Was this the one where he scored first? Was this at the Maradona? Because I believe, I believe he didn't he score a goal here. Uh, no. It, now, uh, well, I, I wish, I wish Parteno Pesci, I wish Fran was on here with us to to elaborate a little bit more. But um, I'm gonna check it out right now. I'm I'm, I'm right. taking a look at it. Uh. I'm gonna move on to the next one, Rafa, because we're we're running short. Go right ahead. But, you, uh, you move on, and I'll, I'll keep checking. Azuto Bowen, Daniel Bowen, our boy. No doubt that goal in the UEFA Champions League versus Dortmund was my favorite. It was my last game before moving oh. to California for several years. A lot, by the way, lots of submissions on this one. This was a huge favorite, mind you, guys. I picked 15, but we had like 30, a couple repeats, but you know, uh, trying to make it all work. Uh, yeah, um, this goal, this goal was particularly wonderful. With the most random um, highlight, Peter Scott yeah, says, "I, I want to say to make it two nothing, and then Ronaldo scored." Yeah, it was. I believe it was Zielinski who scored first. Then it was Insigne who scored to make it two nil, and then Ronaldo scored to make it two one shortly after that. But we beat him two one. But that was that was at the beginning of Gattuso's tenure. Mm-hmm. That was also the day Kobe Bryant passed away. Right. That was also the day Kobe Bryant passed away. Yes. So I, th- I, I think that's what he's talking about. But it was such a big win because we had been struggling, struggling. Right. We had the mutiny. We had all that crap that happened. Ancelotti left, this and that. And then, boom, we beat Juventus at home. It was a big, big, big day. So, yeah, that was awesome. But back to Bowen. Um, no doubt about the goal uh, against Dortmund. That was the, the goal. That was the game that was famous. So so the first goal, the one nothing goal, was, was Iguain. Iguain scored the goal for one nothing, And it was off of a um, – I think it was off of a corner kick. But the referee missed a foul for Dortmund. And didn't call it. Gave the corner kick anyway, or 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 maybe it was. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was a player that was injured for Dortmund. He came off and was waiting to come back on. And the referee waited, told him to wait until they played this corner kick. We scored off the corner kick, and then um um the manager, their manager, what's their manager at the Klopp. Klopp, Klopp turned to the assistant referee and like gave him that. You know, it's a famous gift. He gave him that, that like that like crazy face, and 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 ended up getting a red card because of it because he like threatened the, the the referee or something. It was wonderful. But the goal that that um, that Dan is talking about is the free kick. It was his first uh, Champions League goal. It was his first European goal. Just an amazing, amazing goal. Uh, made it 2-0. Dortmund had just been the finalists in the Champions League against Bayern Munich. They were big. This was a, the big... Um, the big group with Arsenal and Marseille. It was the unfortunate group where we were 12 points and didn't make it through. But that was such a great goal. Such a great goal. Uh, I'm gonna. I got a few more here. I'm gonna do two more, Rafa, uh, because we're moving on time. Unfortunately, I gotta cut this. Yeah. Uh, All right. 
check my chat right there, Rafa. Uh, but I wanted to highlight a um, which one was it here? Uh, the I'm sorry, the from Jody Ench. One of my favorites, the free kick against Roma. Oh, yeah. During the tribute game for Maradona. Oh, Stunner. Yeah. Stunner. Probably one of my favorites, uh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, just because everything that was behind the game between Maradona dying, between him taking a free kick, between a ball that looked like was just floating with Maradona riding the ball and then going into the goal. I mean, special, special, special moment. Special. special. I mean, I be I believe he did it in these kits. I think that was the game that they unveiled these kits, right? the 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 Napoli Roma game was the was the game that they unveiled these kits. Yes. And he did it. He did it wearing this man, and that yep. was that was a very special moment too. Um, that might have to get bumped up to like top three moments for me because he grabbed the Maradona jersey. Mm -hmm. And and kissed it and displayed it afterwards. What what a, what an emotional night that was. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna end it on there uh, because yeah, that was just a, it, that, that was that was top notch. Um, whew, guys, thank you to everybody who contributed. Uh, there were so many of you guys. Thank you to all of you. I had to like it was really hard to like make this list, but uh, uh, but thank you again. And you know maybe in the future we will do more things like this. So. Uh, thank you, Ninety Minute Club. Thank you, uh, for that for that shout. Yeah, and, and I saw your yes. best yes, game ever yes. scoring against Belgium. Big big moment there. Match right. winner against the top ranked in the Euro that we won. Big moment. Big moment for his career. Certainly. All right. Now, uh, we're gonna breeze through, guys, because we're at the hour mark. It's getting a little late, and we gotta pop off soon. But uh, we did promise to show you some of the stats about the relegation battle, so I'm gonna put those up real quick. Uh, and um, uh, thank you, thank you, guys, so much uh, for all the compliments. Um, I'm gonna put those up real quick, and uh, we can talk about it. Give me one second while I while I do my thing. Do your thing. Uh, do your thing. Here we go. Just a little bit of a reminder. Hold on, I got to take my little. There we go. Uh, yeah, the Scudetto. I mean, it's it's pretty clear. It, it's you know, obviously we clinched third. Uh, Milan win or draw next game will declare them champions of Italy. Whereas mm -hmm. Inter with a win or, I'm sorry, a win and a Milan loss will declare them the winners. Uh, Milan right. hold the head-to-head -head tiebreaker over Inter. Just so what do you think, Ralph? What do you think is going to happen? It's Milan's to lose because e even if Milan lose and Inter lose, Milan still win the Scudetto. So, I, I mean, it's Milan's to lose. You know, I, I think yeah, Inter is going to sure. win their game. I think Inter is going to win their game. And uh, and Milan up, in the, up until this point, I mean, it'll it's going to be tight, but if I had to guess, I bet Milan. Okay, I think I'd go the same way. Uh, who do you think's the better team? I think Inter is the better team all around for now. But M Milan also showed some like resiliency. They they're they're a yeah. team that with their back against the wall produced results, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why they are with they where they are where they are right now. Uh, f fighting for the Scudetto. So, 
you know, I, and, I and I think it's going to pay off. Go yeah, on. and I want to say this quickly. Um, I I don't I don't see this as a reflection against Milan against Milan, mm-hmm. but I have to say it since I said last season, mm-hmm. Milan had nothing to play for after the winter. They they were knocked out of Champions League at the group stage, like Inter was last season, and it's paying off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I'm not just going to use that as this is the reason why Milan is winning. Milan had issues last season that were addressed this season. So now right. I don't necessarily think they're even better than Napoli. I think it goes Inter, Napoli, Milan. Right. You know what I mean? But in terms of better teams. Right. Um, but they, again, addressed issues that needed addressing and capitalized on the mistakes they made last season. And they, I'll tell you right now, the five stretch games of five, that five stretch of game that, the five game stretch against those teams that I told you they weren't going to win all of them. They were going to drop a lot of points and eat. They were going to catch him or we were going to catch him. They've won every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as expected, Inter drop points. And then as expected, we won out after we, we were, we were basically out of it, right. but unexpectedly Milan beat everyone that was put in front of them and did it with, you know, a style that they never faltered. They never faltered. They haven't lost since that loss against, um, I think they lost to us, and then they lost that Spezia match. They haven't lost since. If it wasn't for the referee messing up in that game and admitting he did where, where Spezia ended up winning, their last loss would have been against us, the Elmas goal in the fifth minute. Right. So, I mean, we made, this is the Champions League fours right here, Milan, Inter, Napoli, Juve. Right. And then uh, looking at the UEFA Europa League, Lazio qualified with their win. Um, um, well, actually, with tying against Juve. Actually, I think it was the Atalanta loss. Or, I'm sorry. the Yeah, the Atalanta loss qualified Lazio. Um, or was it the Roma draw? I don't know. Either way, Lazio qualified. Lazio qualified, right. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. And then – uh, Go on, Rafa, please. No, no, you go. Go ahead. You go. No, no, you, you go. No, I was just gonna go. Go ahead. Please. I insist. No, so 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 Lazio finishing in fifth place. Um, I'm not sure. I mean jury's still out where they finish, but they'd qualify for the Europa League group stage no matter what. Right. But but not too far off where I thought they were gonna be in fourth. And it looked a lot, it looked very slim for them to be finishing up in fifth place. You know what I mean? They were at times a very poor team and, and I had them in in fourth place at the end of the season. So I'm actually happy that they got closest to fourth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But you see the rest of the stats here. These guys all fighting for that sixth spot. Um, There's also Roma. If they win the, the conference league also get an automatic bid for the, uh, for Europa league. Which I think gets us a, an, another team, Rafa, to Europa. Which well, it's very it... weird, Ralph, because because everybody that I know is saying yes. Not Italy gets an eighth spot. The right. thing is, is that your UEFA caps the amount of teams eligible for Europe per country at seven. So right. seven is the spot. Villarreal won the Europa League and ended up being in the Champions League, five teams in the Champions League. And mm-hmm. then the two other teams that qualified, one would have qualified for the uh, – actually, Villarreal would have qualified for the Conference League in the league in in Spain, but they went to the Champions League. So there were two representatives in the Europa League and none in the Conference League. So I'm wondering if it's the same 
situation where if Roma mm. win, if Roma get to eighth place outside of European place, but win the conference league, is there four in champions and three in Europa mm. League, none in the conference league? Hmm. Or does Italy get that eighth spot? I don't think Italy gets that eighth spot. Like I said, I think I think the fact that you can't have more than seven teams in the competition makes a difference. I think spaces diminish when it happens, but we'll see. We'll see what happens we'll see. next week, won't we? Uh, quick guys to Serie A B. We saw Lecce being uh, they were they were Serie B champions as well as Cremonese clinching as runners up. Um, there's going to be a two-legged playoff, a semifinal between Benevento and Pisa. Uh, the first leg was tonight. No, yeah. I'm sorry, that was yeah, yesterday first, or today. It was today, no, right? No, the first leg. The first leg, Benevento beat Pisa one nil on a Lapadula 85th minute goal. So one mm-hmm. nil Benevento in the first leg, which is pretty good because what do we want? We want three teams in Campania, right? In Serie A, don't we? Yes. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, since we have, if Salenitana stay up, if, and obviously Napoli is, is up there. If Benevento wins, we will have three teams from Campania competing in Serie A next year. That's awesome. Rising South. Loving it. Loving it. What about Brescia Monza? What, what do they do? No, that's tomorrow. That's I'm tomorrow. Sorry, that's first, leg is, okay. first leg is tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Brescia Monza. Monza run by the uh, Berlusconi and Galliani, the former mm-hmm. Milan duo. Um, Brescia, we all know we're in Serie A not too long ago with Balotelli. Pisa, if they somehow make it, which is pretty cool. It was a long time since they've been in Serie A. But mm-hmm. I want to really quickly mention that Lecce are champions of Serie B, uh, managed by Roberto Bar- um, Baroni, um, the man who scored the 1990 Scudetto winner for Napoli. Um, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cremonese, right, with Gianluca Gaetano on loan, our very own, is managed by Fabio Pecchia, former Napoli legend, who scored a goal in the 1997 Coppa Italia final against Vicenza, who we're going to talk about now, who are trying to stave off relegation against Cosenza. With a 1-0 Maggio, Christian Maggio, 90th minute goal last Thursday... Super Vicenza bike. Had super bike coming through at his age, getting 40. that 90th minute goal. A, a, a right back. Come on now. Amazing. Leg two is this Friday um, in Cosenza for that. So check that out. But I love the correlation. I told you about correlation. You got Baroni managing Lecce, Cremonese managed by Pecchia with, with Gaetano. You got Benevento, a Campania team. You know, three Campania teams possibly. You got Maggio, who 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 uh, you know represents Vicenza in the relegation stave off, and Vicenza is a team that beat Napoli in 1997 for the Coppa Italia, with in which Pecchia scored in. Which I I just I don't know. It's just amazing. It's giving me chills how these teams fighting for these places have such a correlation with our team, and we're able to present that with to to the to the to our fans here. Amazing stuff. Awesome. Amazing we'll try stuff. to get some more. We, 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 we'll try to get some more stats out there in our Twitter wall uh, for you guys to enjoy. But uh, one last quick one. Go ahead, the city, this, this, the city, um, relegation battle comes to an end this weekend as well. So, so, so the, the Scudetto is decided at 12 o'clock Eastern noontime 
here, right? And relegation is decided at 2.30. It's Salernitana against Udinese. It's Cagliari against Venezia. And Venezia is already relegated. It has to be... I believe Salernitana with a point stays in Serie A. So all they need is a point. They've beaten Udinese two months ago. They beat Udinese. Why can't they do it now? Right? Um, you got Cagliari who are fighting for their Serie A lives. You got Genoa who's relegated to Serie B. We relegated them. They last were in Serie B with us. Came up to Serie A with us. Um... The last time they won a promotion was against Venezia in the last match day of 1990 uh, of 2004, where they were found to be um, match fixing against Venezia, the team that they're relegated Great. with. It's just amazing how everything Great. is coming full circle here. It's something else, man. I'll tell you right now. Let's get a big Forza Napoli sempre uh, from the chat so I can put up on the wall here, guys. Um... Thank you again to everybody in the chat that stuck with us out, man. You guys are amazing. Big shout out to everybody on the audio podcast listening in. I know you didn't get to see some of the graphics, but be sure to come on YouTube if you do want to take a look Check at some out, of those man. things, man. Check, Check it out. out. You can look at our pretty faces by doing that, too. And our really cool sets. Right? Of playing the award show. Get off the stage. We started. <laughs> we we got to go. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we started a little later today. So, uh, you know, we, we're trying to go. All right, thanks for the show as always. Pleasure, Pasquale. Thank you for always coming on, man. Being such a good guest. About this is where I go. Pasquale. You don't wrap me up. You don't wrap me up. You don't. You don't shut me down. <laughs> you don't shut me up. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna end my. I'm gonna end my day by telling one last quick story. In the car out of nowhere today, I said to my fiance in my dad's Napolitan accent. Hey, you know what, baby? Africa love you so much. And you know what she said to me? This is this is how you know she's a keeper. You know what she said to me in response? She said, Hey, what you? <laughs> That's amazing. Keeper. 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 Yeah, shout out to the shout out of Vesuvius too, man. Certainly check them out, man. Yeah, Big they're fans very good stuff, man. Big fans. The network is booming. The network is booming. Good, birds are not real. Yes, birds are not real. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. Rafa, great show as always. Thank you, my friend. Thank we'll you. We'll be here friend. next bird, week. Bird poop, bird poop is real, though. Bird poop know. is real because it's um, on the car and I got to clean it's, it. So. It's, it's very real. We'll be here next week. Uh, it's the end of the season, so we have to wrap the season up. We have to give these guys, uh, you know, I mean, we can do a. a and more elaborate as the weeks go on, but we have to somehow talk about the season next week, right? Uh, we certainly we will. Did. We're gonna we're trying to set up a few good episodes, guys. Stay tuned on Twitter uh, for more information about that. We're trying to bring back the Napoli 500 and tint wink wink uh, for the end of the season. Uh, we're, we're setting that up. It's gonna take a couple weeks for us to do so. Look out for that because I think with the whole Mercato and everything, it, it'll be such a fun episode. We did it last time. Everybody had a good time. I really want to do it again. So, uh, uh, are you guys doing a show off season? Yes. 
Oh yeah, we're gonna be doing them. We Maybe are, not weekly, know. but we're gonna be. Yeah, doing we'll we'll be up there. We'll we'll definitely try. We we want to find some other Napoli content creators, things like that. Maybe talk more. We'll have Frank on with Miguel. Maybe Joe Fischetti mm-hmm. come on. Maybe Dom. You know, just to kind of talk things, talk about the season, talk about certainly when the market happens. You know, if we get, um, you know, if if you know if we get any any more news, uh, Papa news. So. Uh, so. Yeah, it might not be weekly. It might not be weekly. We are also going to set some stuff up for next year. Uh, we yeah. have a lot of cool ideas, a lot of plans. So, um, for sure. But yeah, Napoli drip shows. I'm for looking sure. forward to next season's drip. Yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. All all thirty of them. But going to look spending good. it spending another million dollars on it. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, thank you again, guys, uh, and thank you again uh, to to all the contributors uh, for the Insignia moments. To Lorenzo Insignia, good luck to you, sir. We'll see you in the U.S. probably. Grazie, but, grazie but, Insignia, grazie per tutti. Grazie, Capitano. Good luck to you, Gulam, and the rest of y'all, whatever. But <laughs> but thank you so much, and Forza Napoli, sempre, guys. Ciao, sempre. ciao, ciao. ciao, ciao.